the New South Wales Treasury has just released our Pathways to Prosperity First Nations Women's Economic Participation Review. The review is held as the first of its kind nationally and looks at First Nations women's economic opportunity. And to discuss this groundbreaking review, I'm joined by Sean Cummings, Director of First Nations Economic Wellbeing at the New South Wales Treasury. Sean, welcome to NITV Radio. Thanks for having me. Now, can you tell us about some of the key priorities identified uh, in the review to address uh, persistent barriers preventing First Nations women to realize their economic uh, potential and uh, fully participate in uh, the uh, New South Wales economy? Of course, and and uh, I, I think you're right in saying at, at the top that it's the first of its kind, and we're very proud of the fact that this particular report has been led by First Nations women and it's been a a truly self-determined report and we've been very fortunate to be guided by uh, the many First Nations women and girls across our state, Um, which, again, you you rightly put that the the purpose was really to understand the barriers to economic participation and looking at what opportunities there might be. Um, The report itself, similar to... First Nations uh, understanding of, of time doesn't just take a lineal approach to, to life. We, we have taken a cyclical approach to this report and really looked at the stages of life from, from birth um, through to through school and, and work and becoming a, a parent and, and, and aging and getting a job or starting business and, and really looking at what it is at each of these stages of life. Uh, that, that First Nations women need to be able to, I guess, access uh, economic opportunities that, that align with, with their aspirations and, and their potential. The five priority areas that, that we've identified in this report relate to um, thriving homes and communities. So looking at, looking at home ownership, for example, and childcare, through to engagement in education. So looking at culturally safe and flexible education as well as the role of community-led mentoring programs to help First Nations girls through their their education journey. We then move into the workplace and looking at um, the requirements of employers to make sure that the environment that they create is safe for First Nations women um, to to enter the workplace. and, and also touching on things like entrepreneurship. So, so for First Nations women, they're much less likely to, to start a business. And we wanted to know why that is. And, uh, and some of the stories we heard and, and that are in the report as well and some fantastic case studies um, really identify what, uh, what's needed to be able to facilitate that, uh, that entry into self-employment and small business and social enterprise. Uh, but, but the really important priority, I believe, um, as a First Nations man myself, um, being guided by my mother through through my life, is the importance of First Nations female-led programs. And as I said at the top, Bertrand, that this particular report does exactly that. It places First Nations women at the centre um, of of the report, and and the opportunities and barriers that have been identified as have come from First Nations women and girls themselves. So one of the key priorities you identified is entrepreneurship and uh, you mentioned that uh, the review was co-designed uh, with uh, 
Nations women who are entrepreneurs and some of them really very successful ones. Can you tell us a word or two about uh, some of these uh, women who co-designed uh, the review? Yeah, of course. I think um, one of the particular case studies which uh, uh, is is really fantastic to read because they've now won an award is, is Chocolate on Purpose, which um, the, uh, the the business owner there has uh, started a, a social enterprise where there is a product, there's a story, culture is uh, incorporated in the offering, um, and and there's this greater purpose which is to to give back to community. Um, another one, um, uh, Sharon Windsor, who's uh, who, who has a uh, a food-based business uh, in, in Mudgee and, and now looking at products uh, uh, expanding um, both domestically and internationally. And we're very lucky to have Sharon on our expert advisory panel. Um, but again, here's a business where, yes, there's this uh, there's this quality product. However, uh, overlaid with that product is this cultural knowledge and understanding and, and sharing um, and, and that's really you know, important for, uh, for for Sharon but but also there's this value add as a consumer to to be able to enjoy fine food but but learn a bit more about First Nations culture as well. Another area you identified is uh, decision making and uh, delivery of uh, programs that are increasing the First Nations women's economic participation. How is this going to be addressed? Well, I think there's a, a couple of important components here, and and one is that we need to increase the rate of evaluation of First Nations women targeted programs. We need to better understand the impact that current investment is having, um, and really looking at the impact it's having at a regional and a local level. So. That's one really important component is to better understand how effective the programs that currently exist are. So then we can learn, and this again is really important to have First Nations women um, driving this and, and, and sitting at the table, is so then where programs that aren't as effective as they could be, um, they can be uh, altered, they can be changed, they can be improved, so then they're meeting the expectations of communities. Yeah, this review has identified uh, weaknesses and uh, opportunities. What next? It's a very good question. And, and for us, while we're very proud of, of the work we've done and, and I'm very proud of, of my team in, in Treasury and I'm very grateful for the expert advisory panel and, and, and everybody that's engaged with with this piece of work through consultation and, and, and sharing their stories, the real work starts now for us. And that's around supporting, encouraging other government agencies and community organisations to develop programs that align with these priority areas. We need to do that. We can do that centrally um, at New South Wales Treasury. Um, so then we can ensure that the current and future programs, they align uh, with these priority areas, and they also go some way to reducing the barriers that women are facing. Sean Cummings, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us on NITV Radio today about the Pathways to Prosperity, First Nations Women's Economic Participation Review. Thanks, Bertrand.